Peter will do some great things for God in the future, but he makes some mistakes in this chapter. We'll talk about how we can learn from them today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. You have a lot going on in Mark chapter 14. You have Jesus in the upper room with his disciples. You have the institution of the Lord's Supper. You have Judas betraying Jesus or making the plan to betray Jesus, which is exposed then in the upper room. You have them going to the Garden of Gethsemane. And ultimately, you have Judas's betrayal and then Jesus' arrest and the early hours of his trial. What is really highlighted in this chapter, though, is the failings of Peter. He is kind of a, a main character in this particular chapter and how he got to this point where he ends up denying Jesus three times. We see this really played out in verse number 26. It says, And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. So he he says something that's probably very difficult for them to hear, which is, you will all fall away. So he's giving them truth. He's telling them, you guys are all going to leave me tonight. Well, Peter understands what he's saying because he says in verse 29, Peter said to him, even though they all fall away, I will not. So he does a couple of things here that really reveals his arrogance and his pride. One is he compares himself to other people. Like he really sees himself on another level spiritually because of the fact that he says, I know these guys, they may fall away, but I will not fall away. What he says that's even more crazy is, Jesus, you don't know what you're talking about. And we know that by the fact that he says, I will not. And Jesus said to him, so how is Jesus going to respond to this thing that Peter said? Jesus says, truly, I tell you, this night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. So not only has Jesus said it once to Peter, but he says it twice. And you would think that that would get his attention. If I say something once, it's important. If I say it twice, I'm really trying to emphasize it. And Peter's not getting the, the message because it says in verse 31, but he said emphatically, if I must die with you, I will not deny you. So basically he doubles down. He not only says, Jesus, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know who you're talking to. I will not deny you. I will die with you if necessary. And not only did he say it, but it also says that they all said the same. So it kind of highlights Peter because he was the ringleader in it. And I think it's easy for us to look at this and be hard on Peter and rightfully so, you know, he was pretty cocky here. He's pretty arrogant, but we do this a lot in our lives too. You know, we read the Bible and I'm glad that you're reading the Bible, reading through the new Testament Sometimes we read it, though, just for information purposes, maybe not so much for application, or we don't read it seriously enough, I guess, if if we could say that, because we we don't take it serious. We 
We read what Jesus says, and we just do what we want to do anyway. Or we say, well, I, I know this applies maybe to other people, but it doesn't really apply to me. There's a danger in that when it comes to reading the Bible. Let's read the Bible with the sense of what does Jesus tell us to do? Because whatever Jesus says is going to happen is going to happen. And let's avoid the mistake that Peter made, which is to hear the word of God, but then say, well, that doesn't apply to me. And when we do that, what we're in a sense saying to God is, God, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, I know what I can do, and you don't really know me or understand my situation. I've got this. And we see that in the fact that when Jesus takes Peter and James and John into the Garden of Gethsemane, he tells them to stay awake and pray. He says in verse 38, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So he goes back into the garden, prays, comes back out, consistently finds them sleeping. They're not taking the moment seriously. They're not praying about it. And that often reveals our level of pride when we don't spend any time in prayer asking God for help or seeking his direction because we think we have this. And that's how Peter is living. He thinks he's got this. He doesn't need to pray. He doesn't need to take the words of God seriously. And so the chapter ends with Peter denying the Lord three times. And it says in verse 72, And immediately the rooster crowed a second time, and Peter remembered how Jesus has said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. And we know that he ends up kind of giving up, goes back to fishing. Jesus comes later and recommissions him because God was not done with Peter and God's not done with us and God's not done with you. If you have made a mistake and you have denied the Lord or not lived according to his word. But the challenge is really for us to take the word of God seriously and not question whether or not his word is going to come to pass. God's word's going to come to pass. So let's not argue with God. Let's submit to it and say, Lord, help me to do what your word says. Help me to live it out and not live in my own arrogance thinking I know what is best. Jesus, we thank you that you not only tell us about the heroes of the faith in a positive way, but you also tell us their faults and failings too, because we can learn from them. Help us to take your word seriously. Help us to seek your help in living out your word. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.